to No More Boys, Season 1, Episode 12. Hey, James. Hey, Adam. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, well, we're doing a lot better because I'm officially recording this with headphones on, which means our echo is officially gone this episode. See, this was unbeknownst to me, but the, mm-hmm. the last, what was it, the last four that we yeah. recorded, or maybe more, yeah. uh, apparently yeah, I think four. James did not have headphones, so my awesome voice is, uh, is uh, it's on there twice, so there you go. For, so, for an audio geek, that. no, well, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> I thought you were apologizing to me. <laughs> I'm so- I'm I'm sorry, James, that you forgot to wear headphones. I, you know, for such an audio geek, that's like, that the, yeah, yeah is, that's really bad, really bad. Yeah. Like the Conan O'Brien inappropriate guy, pretty much at, is pointing at you right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brian Stack, if you're listening, I would love to have you on the show, man. You, so he moved over from Conan. He works for uh, uh, Stephen Colbert now. Oh, that's awesome, man! I haven't watched that in a while, but like, I remember like when it first came out, I watched like probably like a month's worth, and Mm -hmm. they got some good stuff, man. I think it's a good show. I didn't watch it at all, so I should check it out. Yeah, dude, it's good. We've been watching Gotham, and I'm surprised at how great it is. Are you serious, dude? I watched like the first two episodes, and I was not feeling no? it at all like is it one of those things where like it it just takes a while to get into or no it might be know. just that i'm just a batman nerd because well i'm you, on it, i'm on episode three are. and i'm like yeah <laughs> okay. i don't know i dude i don't know i couldn't get into it but um you know what's okay. something that is really good to get into though is gilmore girls yeah 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 i i did notice that there is an entry on netflix for the upcoming you know Gilmore Girls. It just says like, add to your list, but like this won't be released until later. Really? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making it up. No, I believe you. Why would I lie to you, James? Why wouldn't you lie to me? Well, <laughs> all right. So this episode is called uh, Double, Date. Double Date. Double Date. Adam, why don't you give the premise? Because you took notes. Yeah. I did watch, but I just yeah. don't have notes. You you did some yeah, great notes. So- so the uh, so the premise here is that uh, if you'll remember from our last discussion, uh, Suki and Jackson are not yet an item, but they're trying to become an item. Um, so she, uh, as you'll see in the summary, cons Lorelai going into a double date with Jackson and Jackson's cousin. Meanwhile, Rory is uh, setting up a double date with Dean and her and Dean's friend Todd and Lane, who and Lane is Gaga over. Todd for whatever reason. Um, also, just a warning: Luke does stuff does stuff things into his pants again this episode. So I will <laughs> again. I, I will freak out about that when again. So, um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, so it's episode starts out. Uh, Rory and Lane are talking. Um, Lane is basically confiding in her that you know she really likes Todd and, and sort of says, "Hey, get Dean to ask Todd. And we can go on a double date." Um, which I, I thought that that scene was kind of cute because they were perusing um, some used CDs that Lane had just purchased, and that rem- it reminded me of uh, of Park Ave. And I miss Park Ave, but um, mm-hmm. oh man. Anyways, has made myself bummed out a little bit. Um, so anyway, Lorelai, who I didn't re- did I miss this? She's in business school now. 
I, I don't remember this happening. But they, I don't remember that happening either. So randomly, Lorelai <laughs> is studying in the kitchen, and she and she comes out, complains that the music is too loud, so they turn it down. She comes back out again, complains that it's too soft. Um, so she ev eventually just it's clear she doesn't want to study uh but she sort of lets out that she's in business school which i wasn't aware of but um anyways um cut to the next scene uh suki and jackson are uh, are in the kitchen uh jackson you know is the produce guy brings it over so that it's it's awkward because they're not dating yet but suki asks jackson out on a date and jackson has yet to actually like make plans or make a move uh, and also Suki hasn't done that um, so she laments to Lorelai that uh, you know, it's supposed to be the, the guy's move at this point she shouldn't have to do anymore um, but Lorelai sort of strong arms her into setting up a date um, mm -hmm. so uh, cut to the next scene so that's that's the first date being set up the second date being set up um, Rory who apparently uh had a half day at school is waiting for Dean to get out of his school because you know she goes uh -huh. to Chilton he goes to whatever the name of the public school is which I found it interesting she's reading she was reading Sylvia Plath's uh, unabridged journal uh, <laughs> 1950 to 1962 um, I, I, I made a point to like freeze it and read it but um, so I I, I don't know uh, for your listeners if you're familiar with Sylvia Plath I'm vaguely familiar um, she's she's not uh, she's kind of a, a bummer, but apparently a very good writer. So um, I, I don't know. It, that's a very Rory thing to be reading because so, it, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird for me because like you know, Sylvia Plath is like this really uh, depressive, you know, very uh, well. Mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't say I, I haven't really. I, anyways, but you know, Rory is all you know like nice and proper i don't know it just it didn't fit and also she was reading that right before talking to her boyfriend so like i, I don't know uh -huh. i thought that was a little strange but anyways she convinces him set them up a double date with todd and lane We're gonna go to the movies yep. how cute um so suki ends up calling jackson set up a date the catch is that uh jackson's cousin showed up unannounced and uh, in order, order for that to work, it has to be a double date. So much hurts May. Lorelai gets wrangled into it. Um, so cut to the next scene. Uh, Lorelai is getting Suki all ready for the date. Uh, you know they're they're completely overdoing the makeup and the hair, but you know like it's you know it's a it's a big deal for Suki. You know it's it's her first date and she really likes Jackson. Um, and uh, I'm gonna say Lorelai, Lane, and Rory are also getting ready for a double date. Um, they have told her that they're simply going with Dean to the movies. They left out that Todd's going to be there and that it's a double date. And they also left out the fact that uh, Lane told her mother that they were staying at Lorelai's house the entire night. Um, so, I mean, you know, what could possibly go wrong here, right? You, you, yep. you can, you can kind of see where this episode is going. Um, so Jackson shows up to pick him up for the date. He's clearly bowled over by Suki he sort of does that thing where he's you know sort of taking it back and it's cute and um we, we meet his cousin whose name is Rune right which what <laughs> right and he's extremely rude he, he basically calls Lorelai an Amazon like like <laughs> not necessarily like to her face but well within earshot and it's just like dude seriously like you can't like e even if a girl's not your type like if you're 
if you're doing like your your cousin solid like just suck it up man like he's <laughs> i hated this character like oh my god i hated him what like like i hate him like you hate michelle that's, that's no i kind of liked him you like i mean he was because he was so stupid. He, That's he why. Was, he was stupid. Because, like, Lorelai's trying to make the best of things and trying to start a conversation. Right. Like, she she says, for instance, like, oh, where did you get the name Rune? And he goes, that's the name that my parents gave me. Like, completely right. missing the point. It's like, no, where did that come from? It's like, it's my dad's name. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, seriously, dude. Um, so they end up going to, like, this way super fancy... <laughs> excuse me this way uh super fancy restaurant everything is super awkward yep and suki is just babbling on and off because clearly she's very nervous like she's just super nervous um and she spends the entire time there telling anecdotes to lorelei like completely you know missing the point but i mean obviously she's out of her element so nervous yeah she's just nervous lorelei pulls her aside says like you know like you got to stop this let let's go to a more comfortable place oh kazuki tells her that she can't get comfortable because like it, there's too much pressure you know it's too nope. fancy and all that kind of stuff so um so so lorelei says hey let's go to luke's instead and like and, and you know that's that that's a good compromise so they show up at luke's diner um lorelei <laughs> Um, sort of immediately leaves Rune and the two of them because she doesn't really want to be around them anymore and also wants to give, uh, you know, uh, Suki and Jackson some space. And, you know, she she goes up to order food but clearly starts doing their normal flirting slash non-flirting thing that they constantly do. Um, so <laughs> dur- during this time, Rune basically has had enough and loudly procru- proclaims that he would rather be bowling and insists, <laughs> insists that Jackson leave his date to come with him. Jackson uh, obviously sees that is a horrible, horrible idea. And, uh, and Rune leaves in a huff, presumably to go bowling by himself. <laughs> yep. Um, so once he's gone, I mean, they really open up to each other. They're happy and they're laughing and being themselves. So that was nice to see. Um, and during during that time when the you know when the date is finally happening, Luke is you can tell he's like building up his courage trying to ask Lorelai out, um, and he gets really close to doing it, but all of a sudden, Mrs. Kim Lane's mother walks by, sees Lorelai with no kids, and freaks out and then runs in and accosts her. Um, yep. So the fact so in her mind, Rory and Lane were supposed to be hanging out with Lorelai all night. Uh, Lorelai was unaware of this. Clearly, they're not there, so something is afoot. Um, so, it cuts to the next scene. Uh, the movie's letting out. Um, and you, can, you can hear Mrs. Kim yelling in Korean very loudly <laughs> at Lane, which that cannot be a good sign. Um, Lorelai actually lets Rory off pretty easy. Um, I, I, I sort of thought she would give her more of a hard time, but eh, whatever. Um, she basically just said, like, hey, like, you can't you can't do that like i'm not gonna lie to another mom just so you can do something like that yeah there's like a code you can't break that so rory kind of understands and realizes that that was a bad idea um so i'm guessing this was a few days later they, they mm-hmm. immediately cut to it and rory uh is climbing the tree outside of lane's house to open the window and talk with lane lane is basically grounded indefinitely um and it, uh, a little while later, Lorelai actually comes over to more or less, like, just talk with Mrs. Kim, like, saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, when I was a kid, um, 
you know, my parents basically uh, did what you do to Lane, and uh, honestly, all it did was drive a wedge between uh, my, myself and her parents, and not that she doesn't, like, regret her life, and she goes on about how, like, you know, Rory's in her life, and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's not like she regrets that happening, but she kind of laments that could have gone better, could have a better relationship with her parents. That was a good uh, use of lament, man. Oh, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> And Mrs. Kim takes it under advisement. Uh, actually, my favorite. This brings up my favorite quote of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, where is it? Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Lorelai goes. Well, you know, I don't want Rory to turn out like me. And then Mrs. Kim quickly says, "Well, I don't want Lane to turn out like you either." And then, and then like, like Lorelai just lets that go because that's like, you know. It's kind of rude, but she goes, I think that's the first thing we've ever agreed upon. Which I, I didn't understand that. You didn't? Well, I mean, I understood it all up until, like, she's like, I think we've agreed. I don't, what? Because every single conversation that she's had with Mrs. Kim up to that point is not a conversation. It's just Mrs. Kim, like, yelling at her. Like, it's well, no, never... but, why, but why wouldn't she want Lane to be like her? Well, she, okay, so she's making, Lorelai is making herself out to be the bad example. So yeah. really what she said is, like, I don't want my daughter to have the kind of life that I had when I was a kid. And then Mrs. I Kim it. says, I don't want my daughter to have a life like you did either. But she says it in a very rude uh, way. So um, that she, she basically tries to lighten the mood by saying, hey, yeah, I agree with you. Like that's, you know, um, also uh, as she was leaving, she like knocks something over and has to pay for it, um, you know, because because uh, in, in case for all of you who are listening, Mrs. Kim um, runs like an antique shop out of her house. Like the first, first, like all, the entire first floor is just like, it's like any antique store that you would go into and they live presumably on the second floor. Um, and it's really claustrophobic. Like it's, it, everything looks friggin' breakable in there. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, final scene, Roy and Lorelai are in Luke's diner again. Uh, I, I'm guessing it's lunch. Uh, Lori gets a page from Lane, which is it's cute pagers, you know. Um, grabs <laughs> grabs her mom's cell phone. Which which wait a second. When did this? I was thinking about that. This episode was what 2001. Yeah, like I mean, pagers weren't around then. Like they were still still they're still outdated. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, but here's the thing: is like I don't think the actual content of the show ever dates the show being in 2001 it was released in 2001 um so i mean you you got to give them a little slack this may have you know in their minds occurred when pagers were prevalent yeah it's um, true i don't know it dates the show that that's that's all you really got to say um so uh lane is still grounded but she can actually go out to the yard to talk which is like okay they're they're very excited about that for some reason right um this comes to the part where Luke stuffs the pad of paper into his pants. Why do you do this? Scott Patterson, why do you do this? Um, he tries to bring up the fact that he almost asked that Lorelai out, but he, he's kind of like, I don't know. I think he's just like scared, to be honest with her. So yeah. he more or less asks her out, but he kind of doesn't. And then like the episode just ends, so it's kind of up to interpretation. It was a but cute episode, though. It was, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was a good episode, man. But, uh, I um, yeah. I 
I, you know, I didn't even pick, I, I don't know why, I didn't even pick up on the whole, like, Lorelai's in night school or whatever. Yeah, like, what the, what? Like, that, I, I feel like you you need a little bit of backstory. I mean, like, why, why is she in business school? Is she already has a job, or does she want, like, a higher position, or, like, what? I mean, you gotta give a little bit of context. I have to ask a, char- a character question. Like, yeah. I have to question a character's character on okay. the show. Um, Dean and, and Rory were making out, like, in the public square. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm down. Yeah. Dean's way down. Oh, um, Jesus. Yeah. But but Rory, I don't know that she would actually do that in a public no, setting. No. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, eh. I'm pretty sure she'd be like, you know, like, no, 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 you know, it's public or whatever. But, but hey, She's reading Sylvia Plath, so I mean, you know, there there could be a whole other side to Rory that we don't know about. You know, it's funny. I never read Sylvia Plath, but yeah. like I was, I was moody in high school. You know, yeah. I was like, I think you and I were, were the same kind of moody. Oh, we were, yeah, we were moody enough, mm-hmm. but we was we were like moody enough to like, you know, try Nine Inch Nails and try <laughs> KMFDM yeah. and try The Cure. Yeah. yeah, but we were not moody enough to try like Christian Death and Bauhaus, mm-hmm. like. Yep. I tried, yeah. and I was like, "Nah." So the same thing with like books. Like I, you know, of course I read Catcher in the Rye. It's still to this day one of the uh, best books I've ever fantastic read. Fantastic book. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, I need to read Sylvia Plath. I'm I'm totally <laughs> edgy. I need to do that. Yeah. And then every time I'd get around to it, I was like, "Nah, it's not." <laughs> it's like it's like all of the angst had already burned off, and you're like, "Uh, I don't yeah. know." See, at, at, around that time, I was still reading, like, Ender's Game and stuff, and, like, other science fiction. Like, I had yet to read an actual, like, non-science fiction book for pleasure. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, read, I read a lot more now than I used to, but, yeah, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't have been into Sylvia Plath back then. Okay, sure. wait. Let's, let's talk about this for a minute. What? I think... No, I was going to say... No, no, not you. I'm not making fun of you. Uh, um, I was going to say, like... I don't know about you now, but now when I'm angsty and moody and dark, yeah. I just need a nap. <laughs> I wonder how much a nap would have helped in high school. And I'll follow up with that question with all the goth kids that I used to hang out with in high school. I yeah. wonder now if they're like, they're good. They just, they realize like, yeah, 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 yeah everything's cool. I just need a nap every now and then. <laughs> I used to, oh man, I used to follow this, this photographer, like, when I, I used to I used to skateboard a lot and be really into skateboarding. And the, this one guy, he was he was always hanging out with all like the like the skaters that like I always like paid att- the professional skaters I paid attention to. But anyways, he kept like this really awesome like uh, photo blog, and it was just like you know his slice of life sort of things. But there was one I remember where like it's just him in like chinos and a button up with with a similar looking guy and the caption just says hey i found my high school friend such and such we used to be goths together uh-huh and i was like so when you were saying that i was like i, I pictured that exactly like he's probably wearing boat shoes at this they're probably wearing boat shoes at this point no one's wearing boat shoes man. i wear boat shoes leave me be <laughs> well like i don't know what? like no i'm just trying are to you, are you the... sad that you're not angsty anymore Oh no, I'm I'm so fucking angsty. I'm just now. Oh, I'm so angsty. It's just yeah. uh, it's it manifests in a different way. Yeah. Like um, like then it was it manifested itself into this thing where I'd watch The Crow yeah. and I'd sulk and 
be bummed that I didn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. And now it 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 manifests itself in uh, I'll be at Trader Joe's, and I just hate everyone. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I mean, this is like, um, do you think this is a nectarine or a peach? And I I think you need to die. Very. I don't care how. Just get out of my face. I fucking hate your existence. And then, and so. You know, and it happened today. I went to Trader Joe's. This exact thing happened today. I'm just like, my wife was asking me, like, hey, do you think we should have this for dinner? And I was like, I don't care. I think we just need to leave. I just think we need to go. <laughs> you know? And and so what happened? Come home, 15, 20 minute nap. I You're burn good. off the judgment that I've built up for the past couple of hours. I'm fine. I'm great. <laughs> it's it's weird how much you and I love people, yeah. and at the same time cannot stand I them. I know. Like it's. I've gotten to I've gotten to a point in my life where like I like the part of me that gets mad and gets angsty about those sorts of things is completely is so separate from like the everyday me. So like it's like when I encounter somebody who's just very difficult, like like there's there is like what you just described, like oh yeah. god, I fuck it. That is occurring but very deeply in my brain. And like the the only time it ever comes out is if somebody really like really pisses me off, which is basically never. So like I I always feel like it's I don't I don't know. I've I've gotten out of touch with my anger, James. It's weird. Um you need to teach me your ways. Well, now, see, the funny thing is, is I feel like I've, I'm always going to be a child in that way. Like, I'll never yeah. grow up. Um, I can't put a face on. Like, if we're out and about in public, I can't, like, you know, we're, we're adults now. I'm married. I have yeah. a bulldog. We're, we're out and about. We're meeting people, shaking hands. And, you have a bulldog, a.k.a. it's serious. Yeah, it's serious. Shit's serious now. <laughs> but, like, um... You know, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to shake people's hand and smile and tell them that I'm like really stoked to hear about whatever story they're to tell me about. Yeah. And um, and and sometimes that's very true. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the time, you it's pretty much you, man. You're the only person besides my wife that I want to hear stories from. Everybody else, <laughs> your stories are the most fucking trite bullshit. <laughs> I've I will get way more out of going home and watching something on Netflix than I will talking to you. I'm a little angry today. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't, know don't, don't sugarcoat it, James. Tell me how you really feel. I will tell you how I feel. <laughs> James, do you need to take a nap? No, I just I took two today. Oh, I, I took should one, be. Good. I took one nap today. It was great. I guess this is my point. Old goths just need just need a nap. Just a nap. nap. <laughs> and we're going to bake a pie tonight. So, like, I'm going to have mm, a piece of pie yeah. and another long nap, and yep. then I'll be good tomorrow. You'll be good. You'll be good mm-hmm. for another day. Yeah. Until until somebody asks the difference between a, uh, a mango and some other citrus, and then you're just going to lose your shit. Uh, Trader Joe's has a thing on mangoes right now, and I was getting <laughs> mad about that. I swear <laughs> to God. They had, like, 33 mango products. And they had all these signs. What the they had fuck? All, they, I swear to you, they had like mango fig bars and mango ice cream and mango uh, Cheerios. I'm not joking. It was like a man. I swear to God, there was a mango beer, and uh, they had all these signs like you know bright. Like everybody got together with their colored pencils and made the signs for the store, and they said it's mango time. Oh my god! And I could not have been any more angry at that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like seething with rage at all the mango related paraphernalia. What? Well, I was like, my brain was going, first off, it's way too crowded in here. <laughs> Second, 
I don't like mangoes, but if I did, third, this is way too much mango <laughs> overload. You're killing oh you're killing mangoes for me and I didn't like them in the first place, so you're really turning me off to mangoes. Oh god. Hey, my therapist, if you're listening to this episode, we, uh, we would love to have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> can we just can we have an episode where just both of our shrinks come on and like compare notes? think that would be good i think that'd be awesome but they'd have to talk about the show they'd have to we would have to do the show by proxy yeah that would be interesting i I mean that would be interesting and i would never do it because that's that sounds terrifying but would be interesting i have a question for you i'll ask on air all right you're coming into town for comic-con i am should we do a show inebriated (laughs) well i like I was actually really bummed that last, like last year's Comic Con, we we didn't end up doing a show. But yeah, I I think that we should. I think uh, we should. I don't think we should release it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. We're gonna see what happens. We should see if it's even if it's even usable. But yes, I believe that we should do that. I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway, all this from Rory making out in public. I know. And reading Sylvia Plath, man. Yeah. Um Dude, okay. So yeah. Luke's friend Todd. In this episode, <laughs> in case you guys hadn't watched it, the the dude is just very like not intelligent, not intellectual, like at all, just a very basic guy. Uh I he reminds me of Spicoli from Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Like yep. I was totally getting that vibe. Also He's wearing a Fugazi shirt, which I thought was cool. Yeah, what? Yeah. I think I think he was wearing the it was the cover of End Hits, I think. Yeah, but, it um, was. But anyways, Lane's like, "Oh yeah, Fugazi, I love them." And he goes, "Oh, that's my sister's shirt. <laughs> I thought it was a good picture." I'm like, "Oh, you asshole!" God. Yeah, his. I think his sister was really cool. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Lane should have gone out with her sister instead. How about how about the fact that I, I made a point to tell my wife. That was a bootleg Fugazi shirt because they do not make shirts. No! Oh, damn it, James. I was just about to, like, like make a comment about that because that is not what Fugazi does. That is not. Yeah. No, because, like, every single time I listen... Because, like, you know, you know, like, I've talked to you about this previously. Like, yeah. like there are just weeks when, like, you need to listen to, like, like something like Fugazi. Something really yeah. raw. And just yeah. really like, Gah! and in those weeks, I'm like, why don't I have a Fugazi T-shirt? <laughs> World must know that I am angry on the inside, but polite on the outside. And then I, I'm like, no, that's that's not their deal. They don't do that. But um, yeah. Huh? yeah, that's that is some insight into the mental world of, of Adam for you. Yep. Right there, but um, Adam wants a Fugazi shirt, and and, and James <laughs> needs a nap. <laughs> 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 oh Christ, man! Yeah. Um, not related. Well, no, it is related. Um, so Fugazi's a really cool band. Yes, and a really uncool band. I think I might have brought up this topic before in general, but uh, a really uncool band is Disturbed. <laughs> and uh, a friend have of mine heard, have and you I heard their, have you heard their Simon and Garfunkel cover? Because I wish it's uh, you should listen to it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, do you, hey. On that note, do you know there are still people out there that love Mudvayne? <laughs> <laughs> you know, out, out of sheer curiosity, because like 
back before I was allowed to like listen to heavy metal. Like I, I like yeah. I, I was not allowed to be like exposed to that. But I remember uh, seeing like those videos like late night on MTV. I'm like, yeah, this shit's awesome. Yeah. And like I would yeah. go to like Sam Goody or Fye or whatever, and I'd like yep. listen to it and be like, fuck yeah. And like now I, I like the other week I went back. I'm like, okay. Like I, I remembered one of their music videos, and I went and I watched it. And I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, not only is this bad music, like it, it's it, it, the way that they dress, and they're in like silver body paint. Like, what? <laughs> With overalls and like one guy. Like, who the like? Okay, like. And you could argue, okay, yeah, bands like Slipknot. Yeah, at least at least Slipknot has like a theme. Like they're all like yeah. they're all like fucking convicts or like you know escape from the Lumen right. or something like that. These guys are just dressed up in colors for yeah, no just, reason. Yeah, they're just like uh, evil glam. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean like 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 the, ma- the lead singer's face paint is reminiscent a little bit of like the black metal face paint, but just with like acrylic silver and blue, which like you're oh my god, so dumb. That being well, said, so on... Mudvayne, if you were listening, we would love to have you on the show. We, I would love nothing more than to have Mudvayne on an episode of Gilmore Boys. <laughs> I think that would be outstanding. We're gonna, I'm going to look him up. Where's Mudvayne from? <laughs> yeah. I hope they're from, like, Cedar Falls, Ohio, or some shit like that. Oh, they're, Yeah, they're from Peoria, Illinois. I there mean, not go. far off. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so apparently... They did. They broke up, Monday. Uh, um, but they're they're. Um, anyway, you, you know. So on that. Oh so no, you, you were you were saying something about disturbed. So back to that. <laughs> I was, but I'm looking at this photo of Mudvayne, and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. I know. Holy it's crap! Ridiculous. Yeah, oh it's... my god. Um, no, I was saying a friend of mine uh, at work. We we always like quote like disturbed songs just because it's funny um and we do it in an ironic way and it's it's getting to the point now where i'm afraid people are actually thinking we're legitimately liking disturbed like there was somebody that came up to me and went oh yeah they're a really good band and i was like oh shit he thinks he doesn't understand i'm making fun of that well no like okay like and then like here here's like my my two second like deal about like everybody's musical taste is everybody's musical taste there's no such thing as like an invalid musical taste like you can like something that i don't like and that's perfectly fine i'll still talk shit about that band but it like it doesn't it doesn't make you enjoy it any less that's that's how i feel about about music that being said somebody at work sent me this song (laughs) and i'm a huge paul simon fan like i Mm -hmm. love paul simon and simon and garfunkel like bridge over Mm -hmm. troubled water is like one of like it's I love that album so much. But anyways, um, he, uh, Disturbed covered The Sound of Silence, and it's not good. It, in fact, it's like, <laughs> it's... And, okay, like, in the Disturbed canon, it fits. Because I've heard, <laughs> like, I've heard a lot of it. Like, it, 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 it fits. But, and then he was just like, man, isn't that great? And, like, and I, I like, I so wanted to be like, Will you will you please just listen to the graduate soundtrack and like and realize that that is that that's wrong? But then I was like, no. I said, yeah, that's that's good. And I I still, I don't know. Like, do they it, do it, a cover? It, like, yeah, is it's it acoustic like, or is it their? No, version? it's it's this weird, like slow burn, like build up. It's, it's weird. 
Like you're gonna have to listen to it, and and yeah, and and then immediately regret that you listened to it. But um, yeah. Because I'm because I'm itching for some hate mail. Um, what's the percentage of the armed forces that still love stained? <laughs> Wait, why? Why does the armed forces like? I don't. What's the What's the connection? I don't know. I feel like that's a very like guy in your twenties, mad. Yeah. Sad. Dude, I like stained back when I was like fourteen or thirteen do, or something. Do you like still that? like stained? No. Fuck no. If if you put it on, could you listen to it? Absolutely not. That's I, why we're, we're I remember okay. hearing it over the PA once, like I was in a store or something, and I'm just like, "What? Like this this man is singing, and he's in his 30s, and it sounds like he's 14." Like, have Jesus. you watched the Shreds videos, by the way? No. What is that? Oh my God! If everyone out there, if you guys have not watched Shreds, you need to watch them. Um, they're on YouTube. Just search for like Red Hot Chili Peppers Shreds. Um, they're a group of guys that um, dub their own. <laughs> they dub their own tracks over like live performances. Adam, you're gonna lose your shit. It's the funniest. It's the funniest oh, I, shit. Ever. I got it. I got it queued up, man. As as soon as this is over, I'm gonna watch it. Do you have the Red Hot Chili Peppers one? Yeah, let me see. Red Hot Chili yeah, Peppers Shreds, Disaster Concert yeah. at Sling Castle. Yes, you watch the whole thing and you will <laughs> fucking die. <Okay>. Um, <laughs> anyhow, back to Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Um, I, you know, this was this was the... You know, My, uh, my brain went... Oh, go ahead. Uh, we are officially halfway through the first season. I don't know if you realize that. Oh, we are. That's right. Yeah. We Time this was the first man. episode where I started thinking about hijinks. I'm a big fan of hijinks and I thought um <laughs> and by hijinks I mean um you know, some type of like comedy of errors, yeah. montage with almost like the Benny Hill song, but maybe not. Or like the um, Breakfast Machine song. Yeah, or Breakfast the, Machine yeah. song. There was a lot of hijinks in eighties films oh, and yeah. uh and some 90s films, but it's it's dead now. And every time my wife and I are watching a film, if there's hijinks, she'll she'll call it out because I get giddy about it. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> but this was this is the first episode where uh, I felt like there was going to be some hijinks on the double date, but it didn't deliver. But yeah. that said, it was a really cute little episode. It was, it it was, was. fun. Um, nothing too deep to go into. No. Um, it was pretty standard. Like, I mean, like, the, the yep. most that happened is, like, I feel like Lorelai and Luke are getting closer to, like, trying to do something. But, you yeah. know, like, it's, like, that's edging closer. I mean, the whole Lane and her mom thing, like, that there's already been episodes that yeah. could go off about that. So it's it's more of the same. But, uh, yeah, it was a good episode. And I, like, and I, I think Melissa McCarthy does an excellent job. Like, I, like, it's her, like, her character and how excited she is about the date and about Jackson mm-hmm. is like very, like it's very believable and very well done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was good. And I don't think I have anything else to add. No, honestly. That's it, man. I like, I, the, the only, the only thing I got to poke fun at is the Spicoli guy with the Fugazi shirt. He was great. He was so, he would, Oh, I liked rune better than him. <laughs> Way better. Yeah, well, and, like, I feel so bad for Lane during that scene, because, like, she's trying to, like... So, she... So, like, a a little backstory, like, Lane has been, like, just... For whatever reason, from afar, she has had a crush on this guy, and, like, she sort of built up in her head the romanticism about about it, all that kind of stuff. And so, like, she's 
saying, you know, she's she's trying to connect with them, like sharing interests in books and movies and music and all that kind of stuff, and everything just falls flat. Like, it's just like every single thing falls flat. Well, and you know, if you haven't watched any episodes to date, guys, this is probably a really good yeah. example of a starter. Like, this is a really good one. Yeah, I think this one, and then the one where um, where Richard, uh, you know, gets in the hospital. I think both of those are very like quintessential Gilmore Girls. Yeah, you'll get a pretty good sense of what yeah. what the show's all about. That's true. Yeah. That's all I got, James. That's all I got, my friend. Well, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Yo More Boys. Until next time.